The following program contains important but graphic material. These topics are designed to foster discussion, but may be objectionable to some. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. This program is a training program on human trafficking, sextortion, social media exploitation, and child pornography based on actual cases. Our mission is to eradicate human exploitation and bring predators to justice. Now, here is the host of the program, Opal Singleton. Well, hello and welcome to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. This is Opal Singleton. I am your host and we are going to talk about child pornography today, so buckle up. Uh, I am just... uh, I'm just beside myself, and I really, uh, I, I would invite you, and I, I see my numbers, and by the way, I, I really, really thank each and every one of you that listen, whether you're listening through archive or somebody shared this show with you, or if you're listening live, this show goes out to well over 100 countries around the world. Um, if you are local here in Southern California, or if you're across America and you're listening live, you can call in to the show at one eight six six four seven two five seven eight eight. Now I see my numbers, and there's a lot of listeners out there. But most of you listen through archive uh, on your own time, based on the subjects that you like. And so, I understand if you don't call in, but it it would be good today because I'll tell you, I am fired up. What has started this, uh, the the title of this particular show is Attention Global Child Pornographers, You Will Be Caught, okay? And uh, I work, as most of you know, I work in human trafficking, sextortion, social media exploitation, and combating child pornography. And I have a particularly deep passion for child pornography because I am convinced that our world doesn't get it. And, you know, I was kind of here in this place with human trafficking about 2011 as I'm one of the first forerunners of people who went out and said, look, you know, forced prostitution is in fact human exploitation and it must stop. And I get that whole argument about prostitution has been around forever, but we weren't talking about prostitution being around forever. We were talking about when people get forced into prostitution, we're being heavily violated. So now there are, you know, well over 100 companies or corporations, nonprofit raising money, apparently raising money much better than I am. Uh, I get so busy doing the work that I don't, uh, I forget to raise the money to pay for all of this. But anyway, uh, they're now talking about human trafficking. But few people are willing to talk about child pornography. For the same reason, nobody wanted to talk about human trafficking back in in 2011, 2012, when I was working with it first and foremost. Uh, You know, I get that it makes you want to go take a bath. I get that. But that doesn't mean that it isn't happening. It just means that few people really want to acknowledge it. And what really has sparked this is, as I was doing show prep around 4.35 o'clock this morning, a headline came out saying that the Mark Salling case. Now, for those of you that are overseas, Mark Salling was uh, a, an actor in Glee, and he was a good one. You know, he was very likable character. He's an attractive man, uh, had a lot of following and like that. So 
as an actor and and uh, a professional person, he was very, very likable. But it came out this morning that, uh, so what has happened, if you don't know, if you're living under a rock somewhere and you don't know about this, is that he was caught collecting child pornography. And not just a small amount. He had over 25,000 photographs, okay? And the way he was caught was his girlfriend. He was sharing it with his girlfriend, and his girlfriend was sickened by it and went to the police. Well, hallelujah, there's one decent person left in Hollywood. She's getting absolutely, she's probably getting smeared knowing Hollywood, uh, apparently his previous girlfriend knew about it. And so it came out in the newspaper that when she was confronted with it, she said she wasn't shocked at all. She, she seemed to be aware. Now, here we are, somebody who knows and doesn't do what it takes to protect a child. But then we have someone who knows and does what it takes to protect a child. But she's not a hero anywhere. You know, she's my hero, whoever she is. Because here's somebody who said, I will probably lose everything. Here I am dating a very successful actor, attractive, uh, we're in love, we're, we're going on. And she sees this and she reports it. Thank you, whoever you are. You are my hero. You're probably one of the few really respectable people in Hollywood. I mean, it's coming out over and over and over again in the in the Weinstein case. All these people knew, but nobody reported. And, you know, that's that's part of it right there. You know, if anybody in my audience knows of anybody who is looking at photographs of a child being violated, I hope you begin to come along with me and be willing to stand up and report. I'm really sick of this operation of things like, uh, uh, I wasn't going to go this way, but you're listening, so I'm going to go this way because I feel it in my heart. You know that deal with, I can't even remember his name, I think it was Roy Moore, some guy down in Alabama, I think, that was running somewhere. I don't know if that guy was guilty or not guilty. I wouldn't know him if he was sitting here in my own living room. But what happened is, is that all these women came out. Now, it was a political uh Thing to keep him from being elected. And so what is happening in politics is they use the political process to drag in all these people. They're doing it now with Trump to drag in all these people who in 1984, you know, he did something. And I'm like, when did you file the report? Where is the court document here? Uh, What happened to the rule of law? You are convicting him on volume by setting up person after person making allegations. In the meantime, you have this Weinstein guy who everybody knew, all the big movie stars knew. They're coming out now going, well, yeah, they knew, but none of them reported. You know, so what you're having here is, you know, some sort of injustice going on in our society. You have some people who are being uh, politicized and and uh, charge when they're not willing to say so at the time, which, in my opinion, affects victims all over the world. If you were victimized and you weren't willing to say so, and but now you're willing to do it for money to come out in a political campaign, you are cheapening the real victims. 
victims who right now are willing to come out and file the reports. And, you know, I I am very proud of Mark Salling's girlfriend when she saw this and said, this is wrong. This is children being violated. Now, what I'm so fired up about and we're going to get into, the headline today is that the judge has dismissed all the charges now that he committed suicide. Well, what's going on there? The family is saying, look, we're already hurting enough. We don't need a charge of child pornography thrown at us. I mean, you know, they're minimizing, you know, this isn't like he stole a a pack of bubble gum down at 7-Eleven and they don't want to be tainted. It isn't like that at all. You know, this is completely different than that. And it is very serious stuff. What we're talking about here is someone, someone who was looking at videos of a child, of a child being violated. It just is unbelievable to me that this is actually happening. Because in order to make child pornography, you need a child. He had 25,000 images of little kids being sexually violated, and now that's all dismissed. Those victims stood to be able to get some compensation. They weren't going to get a lot because there were a lot of victims, but they could at least pay for counseling. This is a life-changing experience. For those of you who have been violated when you were children, you know your life has never been the same. We're talking about 25,000 photos of children, not just photos, 25,000 children who were violated. And, you know, now it's all been dismissed as if it never happened because we have to be considerate of the family. Well, I'm sorry for your loss. I am. I lost my husband this year. I get loss from death. But I also get that when you rename filth and vile as being something not important, then our society is at great risk. There were 25,000 victims here who have just had tape put over their mouth and no ability to talk. I am outraged. Where is the outrage in our society? This is Opal Singleton. The show is Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. We are up against a break. We'd ask you to stay with us. We'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, 
video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. You count. Tune into Interrevolutionary Radio and join the spontaneous wave of people all over the planet who, like you, are changing our world from the inside out. Follow the movement. Meet guests who are shaking things up. Call in and gain insights and courage to empower your own voice. Large or small, your part counts. So join us. Co-hosted by Helen Hillix, Todd Benton, and Chris Reeves. Interrevolutionary Radio airs live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time. 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Well, hello and welcome back. This is Opal Singleton. I am with Million Kids, M-I-L-L-I-O-N, millionkids.org. If you uh, don't already follow us on Facebook, please do so. Just go to Facebook, find Million Kids, and like us. By the way, all of these shows are archived at our secondary website, which is called exploitedcrimes.com, exploitedcrimes.com. And uh, you're certainly welcome. There's over 60 hours of free human trafficking training on child pornography, sextortion, and like that. You just simply go to exploitedcrimes.com and you hit on listen and you can see them. You can download them. You can see them by title. You can share them. You can get an embed code and actually put it on your own podcast if you want to do that. That's um, something certainly that we allow and uh, and kind of syndicate. We're actually being syndicated by several podcasts throughout the the world, so we appreciate that. So we are talking about the Mark Salling case, and I'm going to go on and talk about child pornography in general because you will get caught. There is a massive effort going on. I wish, I really wish that I was a better fundraiser because I want to build a global network where people can report all over the world. They can raise their hand and tell us they are being violated. And uh, it is my desire to do that in a big, big way. I I really believe that child pornography is going to be just a global scour- scourge, scourge, can't say the word. Uh, but more than that, as most of you who follow me know, I believe that cyber sex on demand, what I call interactive pornography, will be the greatest crime in the world in probably no more than 18 months. And uh, I was a forerunner of saying this with human trafficking, and I, I believe that I'm right about child pornography, and it is my absolute desire to build a global technology network to take this on so people all over the world. You see, 
what is happening here is all the conversation is about Mark and committing suicide and protecting the family. There are 25,000 children out there who have been sexually violated. Now, if you haven't seen child pornography, and I hope you haven't, okay, I wished I hadn't. I saw it by accident once. And, you know, I get counseling anyway because I see all kinds of abuse and uh, and see the hard side of life. And that is where God has placed me, and I'm okay with that. And I'm tough. I can usually take stuff. I cannot take child pornography. The images of little children, some of these, many of these, do you know that 39% of child pornography is about kids under age of five and 19% is under two years old. I'm talking a toddler, an innocent toddler whose life will be altered forever, you know, who's just like you and me, but somebody decided to violate them and they're unable to protect themselves. But that's no no different than someone who's seven, eight, nine years old who's being abused by a father or an uncle or a, um, a pastor or or whatever. One of the things that I did in the promotion today is I outlined three child pornographers. I want you to see the face of a child pornographer. They look like everybody you know, and many of them are very prominent. And, you know, I do not understand the psychology of, of pedophilia. I do not. I have done a lot of studying of it. I've listened to a lot of experts. I'm not sure I agree with all of them. Some of the experts will tell you that they believe that you um, are a pedophile. You know you're a pedophile by the time you're 15. Um, Some of them believe that. Uh, uh, If you talk to law enforcement, he goes, I don't believe that. They just say that so that they can get off. Um, others of them will tell you, well, they were previously sexually violated. I believe some of them were. I don't believe that all of them were. But whatever it is, we need some way for them to get help. And we need to be able to ramp up being able to find the victims. You know, all the attention here is on Mark and his family. Where is the attention of who are the 25,000 victims and how do we help them? You see, I bet you out of the 25,000, not even 200 of them are identified and out there getting help. You know, these, and, and you're saying, well, he was just looking at the photo. We don't know that. But in order to make it, somebody has to violate this child. And I'm not talking small stuff here. They put kids in cages. They penetrate toddlers with pencils, okay, I've seen child pornography. You want to puke. This is the lowest of the lowest of the lowest of society. This is evil personified. And if we do not take this on, one of the the things that I have noticed in my study of child pornography, they catch uh, pedophile after pedophile. And trust me, you will get caught. They are our global efforts here. I, I you know, in this case, the three cases I put on here, uh, one of these guys, the second guy I have on my case is a guy who was the pianoist. He was the director of music for something we call the pageant of the masters here in Laguna Niguel, or Laguna Beach, excuse me, got them wrong. Anyway, you don't get more talented than that. You don't get more disciplined than that. It is uh, a person who is esteemed in society. He looks like a great guy. I put a picture of him there. He looks like anybody's uncle or father. He, He looks like somebody you would trust with all your heart, and apparently people did. 
you know, and what happened in in his case, he's 61. He uh, he's also was a staff accompanist at the theater department in uh, University of California at Fullerton. So a nice guy, good background. And he was picked up in 2009. Now, he's picked up again in 2015. Now, apparently, it didn't make his record. Somebody was covering for him. And this is how it works. You know, hats off to Mark's girlfriend that she saw this and said, oh, my God, I am not being part of this. Previous girlfriend didn't do that. She goes, well, you know, the guy's kind of, you know, but I'm moving along. I don't want to get mixed up in this. Okay, we have to get mixed up in this. They will reoffend and reoffend and reoffend. I guarantee you, if Mark Soling had not committed suicide, he would have reoffended. These guys are programmed for that. And are they nice guys? You bet. And they're usually attractive people. Some of them are not. Some of them are like, <laughs> but. You know, look at this guy here, Pageant of the Masters. Now, he was picked up in 2009. Then they saw him again in 2015. He had obtained new images, and he had more than 500,000 images and 369 videos depicting child sexual exploitation. 500,000 children. Where are those children? Who is identifying them? Who is rescuing them? Who is getting them help? You know, this is not going to get better. If you think this is just a couple of one-offs, these guys are meeting in the clear web. They find each other. They have sites that have code words on them so that they know that they're talking about child pornography. This is very sophisticated stuff. You don't just collect 500,000 images without a hell of a lot of effort. It takes day and night. It takes all your energy. I don't know how this guy had time to keep a job collecting 500,000 images and 369 videos. How do you keep a job? Because you are so obsessed that you will continue to reoffend. He he offended in 2009 and he offended in 2015 and look at how big his library got when nobody did anything. Now they walk among us. Okay, somebody had to see him viewing one of 500,000 photos and one of 369 videos. Somebody had to see and apparently looked the other way. Many people had to see when a half a million children are being violated and filmed. Somewhere in one of those films of 500,000 people, you don't make those photos in obscurity. Somebody had to see it. Somebody had to know about it. How do you do that without getting caught? Well, they're all getting caught. The truth is, somebody will tell. That's one way. There is photo DNA going on. You will read these articles on me and Kid's Facebook page. And I hope you do. And it'll say right on there that he was found uh, uploading a file on a peer-to-peer network. What does that mean? That means that he's got one of these images or more or one of these videos, and he's in a, a um, site. They, pro- they usually meet in the clear web, and they build these large cyber underground communities, large scale. 
and they trade them back and forth. The playpen case, which is a very famous case, had 215,000 pedophiles on it. But you'll see them with 85,000, 70,000, 45,000, 27,000, 34,000. I can name five of them that make up a half a million pedophiles. And they go into these dark web rooms, and what they do is you have to qualify to be in one of those rooms. You do not just simply stroll in there by accident. You need a special router, usually the TOR router, T-O-R, stands for The Onion Router. You would have a .onion account. You often hear me talk about that when I talk about the, the dark web. And they find each other in the clear web, and they go in and they join these underground cyber communities. You have to re-qualify almost every week with the administrator of those communities because they change the address, they move around to make sure you're not a cop. Do you know how you requalify for that? I am not making this up. You have to take a picture of yourself each week violating a child, not somebody else violating a child, you violating a child, and submit it to the administrator. They have technology to make sure this is not photoshopped. You know, the same way with now with what's happening with Backpage, you make an, you know, you go to their phone, they have you text a picture of your penis. They want to make sure you're not a cop. This is vile, vile business, and it is happening on a scale that our minds cannot get around. When you start to understand what's involved in having 500,000 images in a library, I want you to think about what it takes to violate 500,000 people, little children, and take a photo of that and send it off and get qualified and have it be in one of these underground rings. The fact that Mark Salink's case has been dismissed is enough to make me sick. We are up against a hard break. I hope you're still with me. This is a hard, hard show, but I appreciate your support and your loyalty. We're going to be right back. Thanks. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers, will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips is an insider's glimpse at a life from a psychological perspective. It's a look at what matters to us. 
Why do we laugh? How do we cope with stress? Are men and women really that different? What is it about our relationships? How are they formed? How they work out? And why they sometimes don't? Every week is something new to engage you. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll turn up your perspective on life. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. listening to exploited crimes against humanity if you have a question or comment please send an email to opal at millionkids.org that's o-p-a-l at millionkids.org now back to exploited crimes against humanity here again is opal singleton well, hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. I appreciate each and every one of you that listen. I will warn you, we're having a little bit of technical difficulty today. I don't know. It has to do with Skype somehow. But uh, stay with us. We appreciate it. We are talking about the, the epidemic of global child pornography and, quite frankly, the attitudes of society and, more important, what can be done about it. Um, I appreciate you listening to me rant and rave, but I what I'm struggling with here and I would appreciate your input. I appreciate your emails if you send them to me at opal, O-P-A-L, at millionkids.org, M-I-L-L-I-O-N, millionkids.org. Uh, and you can do that from all over the world, by the way. I appreciate that because this is a global issue. In fact, uh, as I was doing show prep, I pulled up a... Um, an article here that was fascinating to me. I'd like to track this guy down and have him on my show. Uh, the headline is China Focus, China's Vigilante Pedophile Hunters Expose Dark Side of Cyberspace. You see, this is a global problem, and that is one of the challenges. You know, to get a half a million images, they come from all over the world. So no child on Earth is safe. And this particular article... Um, kind of highlights a guy by the name of Hacker Kevin. And what happens is, is that there's this kind of uh, rogue hacker cyber guy who sounds like a really great guy. He says he um, kind of does this undercover vigilante work on the Internet. Now, you have to be very careful of that. Uh, You know, I'm not encouraging everybody to go on the dark web and start finding child pornographers because you will get, you cannot have child pornography. You can't even look at it yourself. This is for law enforcement. In his case, he happened to see a site uh, in here where they showed a a, uh, picture of, I believe, a famous person. I can't remember who it is, somebody famous in China, kissing a young boy on there so he blurred the the faces of the victims and he sent them off to uh in this case twitter this particular guy has 780,000 followers in china but what it's telling us here is that china has a very serious child pornography problem and quite frankly almost all your major uh, nations in the world do this it's really quite interesting to me because 
you know, one of my big fears and the reason I want to build a global network is because third world adults and children are about to be vulnerable all over the world, you know, because we're putting them on social media. We're giving them cheap little knockoff phones, but they're living on $3 a day. And so somebody will come to them and say, I'll give you $25, you know, let us sexually violate your daughter, or I'll give you 12 bucks. And they will do it, and it will be filmed, and we are headed into a global epidemic. And so I'm talking about creating ways that those people can report that they're being violated. In this case, what uh, he's telling us is that Child pornography in China is a huge, huge issue, and they're going after it for what it's worth, okay? Um, And so you see this in the U.K. I I get very disgusted with the U.K. um, uh, law enforcement system because I will see this case very similar to Mark Soling here where they'll bring a guy in and he's got, you know, 40,000 photos or 250,000 photos and a bunch of videos and, uh, you know, he's in these these chat rooms and like that. And they'll go, oh, but, you know, he's a nice family man and he's a pillar of his community other than this little thing. And they will give him some sort of probation and counseling. And you're like, are you kidding me? You know, are you kidding me? We must start taking this seriously. I'll tell you, there are countries that are taking this very seriously. Australia is one of them. And uh, Romania is one of them, by the way. That's interesting because one of the things that's happening here is that you're about to see a change in the European privacy laws. And it will make it more difficult for pornographer uh, for for. Um, for law enforcement to investigate these cases. So what is happening is cyber communities, professional cyber security communities are setting up in places like Romania and Australia that say, look, privacy is one thing, but when you're when you're using a pencil on a two-year-old, you ought to go to prison. And I give those guys credit. There is no room for society to have privacy when a child is being horribly horribly violated. So where I struggle with this and where I'm going in this show is how do we, number one, how do we take this on technically? How do we get people to donate so that we can really take this around the world? And on top of it, how do we get society to understand this is not a victimless crime? I mean, this whole whitewash thing going on with Mark Salling is just revolting to me. The man had photos of 25,000 children being violated, which he was using to pleasure himself with. And we're all saying, well, he's dead now. Let's just keep on going. We don't want the family to hurt. I don't want the family to hurt. That had to be painful. But his estate ought to pay for the victims that have been violated for his pleasure. It's as simple as that. And we need to start calling this what this is. We're hearing all about pedophilia throughout Hollywood, you know, that it, but it gets hushed-hushed. You know, nobody really wants to talk about that. They act like pedophilia is like, you know, a normal crime. Well, pedophiles see it as normal. I can tell you that. I saw an interview, a police interview with a pedophile who was sure a four-year-old had propositioned him. 
So we are talking about some really sick puppies who are not going to ask for help and who will continue to violate, just like our person right here in this Mr. Hearst out of Orange County, okay, the man who was the uh, working with the pageant of the masters. The reason that's so important to me is he looks like a really nice guy, and he's obviously very disciplined. He's obviously very accomplished, and he is somebody you would probably trust your child with. But he is just now starting to pay the price. They knew about this in 2009, but people have a tendency to look at it and say, well, you know, he was just looking at pictures. No. And first of all, they don't stop there, okay? You have possession, distribution, and manufacturing. But what I need, and and I talk to parents about this all the time in sextortion, many times you'll have sextortion uh, groups, okay? Now, Mr. Hertz was not involved in sextortion. He was involved in child pornography. But where do they get these images? Some of the ways they get the images is intercepting your child's photograph that your girl is sending off to her boyfriend. And maybe it's pretty darn provocative. I need kids, and I'm about to leave in another 30 minutes here and go off and train another 600 kids. I trained 400 yesterday, 1,100 the day before, about why you don't send a naked photo. They can intercept them, and what happens then? You're thinking, well, my kid's got a naked photo over there. Maybe they'll learn. No, I'm thinking your child's naked photo has just been sold to 20,000 pedophiles, maybe 50,000, maybe 200,000. And photos have GPS on the back of them, and they know where your child lives if they took that photograph at home. And your child will never, ever, ever get that photograph back. And there are hundreds of thousands of people who are drooling over your child's naked body. So we have to... We have to help parents, first of all, understand about sextortion, but we also have to start to educate our society that when someone has 25,000 photos of exploited children, that they are children. And this is a very real crime, and quit minimizing the crime. If you're one of those children, I don't have to talk to you, you get exactly what is happening here. So I have one other case that I have in my write-up today for this promotion, and I want to get these promotions out sooner. I'm just so far behind. But we have a case here of Megan Alt. She's a former Orange County, uh, Mrs. Orange County winner. She's a mother of three children. Hello? Did you get that? She's a mother of three children. She pled guilty for and is convicted of producing and distributing child pornography. You do see women and female child pornographers, and I put this in here because I want our public to understand how this works. Megan is charged with taking sexually explicit images of a, take a deep breath, four-year-old. Megan, let me read. Megan is charged with taking sexually explicit images of a four-year-old. It's a female relative that trusted her. Her other relatives trusted her, and she offered these photos out in exchange for cash and gifts. She was also putting herself out on Craigslist, that's just like Backpage, and, uh, for sexual services, and some of these encounters included children. So 
you know, her husband apparently knew nothing about this, and he's now got custody of the kids. What I want you to see is that this is like a ghost living among us. I don't want us all paranoid. I, I really don't. But I also want us all to understand completely that in order to make child pornography, you have to violate a child. And we're not talking about tickling a kid and blah, 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 blah. We're talking about the most horrific, vile kinds of action a human being can endure. And when you're a child, you're vulnerable and you're trusting. And you will never again trust after that event. You may survive it physically, but it will change your image of yourself forever. Forever. You know, there's only one bodily act that is connected to the soul, and that is sex. And when someone violates you, it changes your soul. And it will change your perspective of yourself for the rest of your life. In Mark Salling's case, that's 25,000 people. He's responsible for getting pleasure out of watching that exploitation and that violation, and that should not go unsaid. Hey, folks, we're up against that break. Stay with us. We're going to be right back. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers, will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Well, hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. We are talking about child pornography and global child pornography. So how do these guys get caught? 
That's one of the things I wanted to address. Well, we are getting very, I act like I'm doing it. I'm not. I just research it, but I'm very proud of them, and I I give them uh, all my support, and I very much would like to be involved in taking this further and building a global network. But what happens here is these guys find each other in the clear web. They often meet in the dark web. So they have these large-scale child pornography rings, and you join, okay? And uh, these guys are like cockroaches attracted to a, a light and then when the, or to the dark, and then when the light comes on, they scatter. And so, actually, law enforcement around the world is getting much better at finding these people. We have uh, something called photo DNA that's done through the FBI and um, National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, Every email that goes out around the world, every email that goes out around the world, at least in the clear web, and they're getting better in the dark web, but every email is scammed for the image of a naked and violated child. It's an algorithm that was created, and it's very effective. So once they get that, they send that back to NECMAC, National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. So truthfully, if you know anybody out there that's in child pornography, or if you are and you're listening, you need to know you will get caught. You will get caught. There is a massive effort going on for this around the world. If you follow me and kids on Facebook, and I hope you do, if you do, you will see we there is an arrest for child pornography almost once a day, sometimes several times a day. They're getting really, really good about this. Because what will happen is, is that they start to follow you, and once they get in there and they see that you have that photo that has been sent in any way, shape, or form, then, you know, they begin to run the IP addresses and they track you down and they show you a show up at your door. And some of these guys in America, at least, and I'm not impressed with the UK, but in America, and I'm not terribly impressed with Sweden and Finland either, or Canada, they're kind of shining over this. But, um, you know, you will get a long sentence. Some of these people get very long sentences here. And uh, so they track you that way. However, they're forming these large-scale groups down in the dark web. And, you know, there is an infamous case. I won't go into it in detail here because that's another show that you can find it on. It's called the Playpen Case. That the FBI took control of the Playpen Case. and, and, And they actually sent child pornography for a little bit. They operated the site. Well, I don't know if they actually sent it, but they operated the site. And what that did was tell them that there were over 215,000 pedophiles in that site. They have a hacking tool called a NIT, a network investigative tool that sends out, and it can tell you where all the destinations were. Now, they were only able to arrest somewhere around eight to 13,000. I can't remember exactly where it ended up. And we are still seeing the cases going to court, and many of them now uh, are getting... Uh, Convictions and long-term convictions. But what it told him was they were all over the world. So what we see is that there have been multiple of these sites now be busted. And as soon as they take control of it, 
what they do is, uh, in fact, there's a famous site called Alpha Bay that what they did is they took, uh, I forgot, the Ahanza was the other site. Now, these aren't child pornography sites. These are dark websites, but they took control of one quietly, and then they went over and took control of another one. So all of these guys left Alpha Bay and ran over to Hansa, not knowing that the FBI already owned it. So they are making a lot of strides on these, okay? So they're... I will tell you that if you have a child pornography addiction, somehow you need to stop and you need to get help. And I don't know how you do that because it's very difficult to do once you admit that you're a child pornographer, there's mandated reporting. But you need to know you will get caught. Even famous people like Mark Soling got caught. Jared Fogel, he's appealing his case over and over. That's the guy from Subway. I, I was on MSNBC with Tamron Hall on that. And, uh, you know, you will get caught because technology is improving to a point that we will track you down. But what I would encourage you, and and the problem with that is we end up with 25,000 photos or, you know, or more. There are three libraries with over 90 million images total in them of naked and violated children, 30 million each. You know, you must surely see how big this is by understanding that. And my concern there is, okay, we'll get this guy and that guy and it goes out in the paper and we go you know, pedophile, and that's bad, and like that. But nobody is rescuing these children and getting them the help they need to recover. We must stop that cycle. Because if there is any truth to the fact that a pedophile molests because they were molested, male or female pedophile, then just think of the quantity of pedophiles we're creating by not stopping child pornography today. So we have victims, literally millions of victims of this, that we are unable, unable to identify and rescue. And we need to stop that. We need our public to understand that child pornography is not a victimless crime. This is the same path I went down in 2011, and here I am in 2018, still hammering away on this. I want to build a global reporting network that will reach the entire world so that people all over the world, if somebody wants their naked photo, they can push a button and report it to a global virtual network. I want to do that. I want you to join with me and help me begin to educate the world that child pornography is not a victimless crime. And it is really, really sad to me to see what are normally really fine people like Mark Salling be caught up in it. But to pretend he did not do this and to pretend those victims were not really victimized is a sad state in today's court of law. I hope that you will join with me. I hope that you will write to me. My name is Opal Singleton. You can write to me at opal, O-P-A-L, at millionkids.org. Let me know who you are, where you are, and what can be done to combat this. I believe that what you're seeing is social media is building underground cyber communities, and our society is giving a quasi-stamp of approval 
that it's okay. You even have the Nam Boy Society that says that pedophilia is okay. It's perfectly normal. It's just another exhibition of a child's sexuality. How sick is that? These kids... These kids are not engaging in a meaningful sexual relationship. They are objects of desire by totally twisted and perverted individuals who need a lot of help. So I'm going to ask you to join with us. I hope you'll follow us this week. I hope you'll write to me at Opal at Me and Kids. If you have it in your heart to donate to support our organization, you can do that at www.meandkids.org and donate. We will talk to you next week. I hope you have a great week, folks. Thanks for listening. Thank you for tuning in this week to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Please join your host, Opal Singleton, for another edition next Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll have another important discussion next week. 